Okay, what is this lady doing? OMG, it is time for Show and Tell. This show and tell that we do every single week at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time. It's happening right now. I'm Lady Ada. With me is Mr. Lady Ada. We're here at the Ada Fruit Factory, which is nice and quiet. It's the end of the day. It's time for you, the creator, maker, hacker, lover of the world, to come by here virtually over the internet and show us what you're working on. That's why it's called Show and Tell. Show and Tell. So uh, we're going to be here for another half an hour. Uh, but till 7.50, I'll call on some people from Adafruit to show off what they're working on, and then we'll see what people in the community are up to. So let's kick it off with hey. Scott. Hello. Hello. Um, as you know, but I don't know if everybody else knows, but I've been working on getting graphics working in CircuitPython. And I uh, earlier this week, Lamore was like, we should have it so that you don't have to load the file into memory because images are big and we don't have very much memory on the M0. So I got it working. So this is on a Halloween. And uh, I don't know. You it's gotta get the, the angle just right. That's my cat, Vin. I took this picture earlier. So this is my working environment. She's uh, on my lap. No, um, she's very happy looking. She's a very happy cat. She has nothing to complain about. Um, but uh, what I have it is if you touch one side, it will change images. Here's me with a mustache. Whoa. Very rare picture. Matt Rainier from the airplane. And uh, more kitty pictures. And then the middle ones I also have uh, for brightness. So I can make it super dim. I can make it less dim or brighter. Yeah. Um, which is nice too. And then the fading works for that as well. So the trick is, is that we're loading the image while the backlight's off. So you don't actually see that. So. Uh, PR's out today. That'll be in 4.0. So uh, we were talking about doing a 4.0 alpha release, which will be our first alpha release. And there's there will be lots of good stuff in that. So um, super excited for people to try that out. Okay. Uh, it's super easy to use. You just drag the BMP images over, and then it, it auto loads. It's just like the WAV files, but with images. And that WAV, that WAV app capability is super popular among CircuitPython crafters. Mm -hmm. Maybe. Thanks, Scott. So that's Super the hot easy. off the press yeah. CircuitPython news. Yeah. It's not we getting like hot. <laughs> like just committed. Okay, right. Nana Pedro, what are you printing? Hey, folks. Hey, guys. So this week uh, we got a fun cosplay prop. This yeah. is the blade saw from Zelda Breath of the Wild, and this is our I want to say like our fourth kind of Zelda cosplay prop. Pedro, why don't you tell us a little bit more about it? Yeah. So it's a. Uh, 42 inches long, and it is a um, fully dual-extruded print. We got uh, fully 3D-printed chains for the teeth, and we have buttons on the side to control all the actions, like getting the blade actually go. Ah. So it's powered by the Cricut, so the Playground Express inside there in the middle. I'll just turn it off because it is kind of loud. Hey, chainsaws are loud, man. <laughs> and then we got them. The UV NeoPixels uh, strip on the side here that's illuminating the UV reactive uh, blue translucent PLA uh, chain and all the detail in the um, diffusion is also printed with that as well. So it does a nice little glow and under the UV light. And if we actually jump over to the other camera, we check to see what is inside of this guy. That is the other camera. Oh, no, no, this one right here. That's oh, the camera. <laughs> Sorry, I don't have it as an over. So here's how everything's mounted on the Okay. Inside, everything is in the inside with all of the um, new pixel strips. We're using the side lit new pixel strips, and we're doing a little trick where we cut it in half and then solder on backwards. So we have both, um, it's facing upwards and downwards to illuminate both sides of the sword. 
Let's have all the little greeblies that get attached on there. And of course, everything is published on GitHub, as well as Thingiverse and the Fusion 360 file is available. So you can chop this up into a smaller uh, bid uh, size. Also got Ninja Flex um, cover for the handle. So it's two-handed. And we also got a little greebly here that's being eliminated with our 12 millimeter uh, coin cell breakout with a little on and off switch that just comes off and you can turn that on and off there. Um, you still have access to the USB on, where is it, this side. So you can still program that to the Python or make code. We also have a little actuator here. So you can push that to uh, hit the restart button on the uh, Circuit Playground Express. Uh, what else is on here? Um, this is everything. There's so much stuff on there. We have a full detailed guide. And we also uh, when, uh, had a whole hour on 3D Hangouts, our 200th episode. If you want to yeah. check that out, we have the full build and all that on there. And yeah, right. if you guys want to build one, all the stuff's there to do it. All right, swing that around. Okay. Looks great. Nice work. <laughs> yeah, Whoa, don't kill each other. <laughs> Not ancient. Okay. Right, next up, uh, JP. Hey guys, uh, I wanted to show a little bit of a teaser for what I'll be working on on the live stream tomorrow. Uh, and it's going to start out with a uh, milk jug or a water jug made from HDPE plastic. Uh, and I'm going to switch my camera somewhat dramatically to show you the end result because the lighting will matter. Uh, so here is dun, dun. workshop. And this is what we're going to be making which is a, oh, focusing on that skull back there. There, That's better. Uh, skulls. A skull that's uh, heat uh, formed using that milk jug on top of another skull. If you look in the back of my workshop, there's the other, the, the real skull, the plastic skull from the hardware store. It's not a real skull. Uh, and then I've got the hollow wing driving a NeoPixel strip and a couple of these big juicy 10 millimeter LEDs with holders. Uh, and a little bit of a flicker animation based on some Phil B code from his uh, jack-o'-lantern from a, a year ago or more. Uh, so we'll be, uh, it's a really cool technique and uh, I'll be showing you how to do that tomorrow on the live stream, so. Okay. All right. Oh, happy skull. All right. Uh, next up we're gonna go to Kim because I think I know what this project is. Kim. All right. Okay, cat victim, yeah. I mean, uh, <laughs> client. Right. So this is my kitty, Mitty, and she, uh, She's lucky because she has me making crazy things for her, like this, uh, this skateboard that I put together. Uh, so it's got, um, let me turn it on here, it's got a little electronics box at the bottom here, which has a feather and a, a DC motor wing on there, as well as the batteries, like LiPo batteries and stuff. And at the top here is the, the throttle control. So this here uh, lights up when I turn it on. And this makes the motor go when she, so you put a treat in the little handle here. So we've got a treat. Apply the treat. Yep, so you put the treat in the top. And then when you pull the handle, it drops out. <laughs> it just drops out of the little dispenser into the treat tray. So now she can eat her treat. And then back here, you've got, you got it, got it going. Okay. I think we just posted this up on our, on our blog. <laughs> And you have the special yeah. video with the camera right on it too. Good. So here she can go. I'm gonna turn it off so she doesn't drive off the table. Yeah. Oh, now it's like a live demo. It's like a live cat demo. This is this is challenging. Yeah. Okay. Come on. Come on, you can do it. Okay, go. Yeah. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> 
so, so you're actually giving your cat more mobility and soon like 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 Nerf guns? Like, what do you? <laughs> we're, we're I've been talking about making like a, a hovercraft, so yeah. with a with a bubble around it, so she can go out on walks with us. Yeah. Okay. Well, congratulations on the Uber and Lyft acquisition. They jointly got together to make uh, the acquisition of your new company, Skateboard for Cats. Right. <laughs> Bird and Lime. You could just drive people around. Uber for Cats. Yeah. Love it. Outstanding. I love how we always do this. We're like, okay, let's take like the jerkiest mammal in our house and like let's give it more power. I don't know why we do that, yeah. but we do. We're, we can't help it. All We're right. Excellent work. Okay, oh, she's ready. She's like, okay, where's my next tree? Yeah, like, yeah. yeah, she wants more. She wants more. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, sweet project. Right. Uh, of course, you want a sticker, we'll send you a sticker. Yeah, whatever dollar. you want. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Cat Overlord. All right, Dave. All right, Dave Estelles. Welcome back. Hey, okay. hi. Yeah, it's been a little while. I have a couple things to show. The first one, I'm going to have to slip off my headset so I won't be able to hear you. That's right. Yep. <laughs> so that is a accelerometer uh, activated uh, servo or operated ears. It has a circuit Python uh, circuit playground express in there. Um, code is it's been a while. I think it's in circuit Python. Um, and there's a lipo and there's fur. It's all fun. Uh, the other okay. thing. Is the, you guys can hear me okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We're just Mike, we're just good. so we're so um, adorable out from the cat <laughs> ears, and there's so much fur. All right, so this thing I posted a video on my Instagram earlier today. Um, it's acting a little weird, so I don't have it live. I have it wired up, but I have I've been wanting to use this red uh, robot chassis for a while. So I got some continuous motion servos. You could also use the DC motor in the micro servo box. Um, and if I reset, I just have paddles on these. If it works, there we go. So you can see they just go and it controls the direction. So it goes forward for a while and then it'll do alternate sides to rotate and whatnot. And based on Blitz uh, DIYs, um, Suggestion, I used one of those little red back-and-forth motors you guys started stocking. Yeah. Uh, and put a bit of bungee cord on it to make a, a tail that wags as it goes. That's a cute yeah. robot. So it's just a little, like, a, it's like a lumpy robot. It kind of... Uh, yeah, it moves. does some... Well, it's really weird because... Turn that off. Um, the motors aren't perfectly matched. Yeah. Right? So they're rotating at slightly different uh, rates, so it has a weird... Um, wobbly stagger back and forth as it goes and, and they slip I put some hot glue on the ends but they still slip a bit on the hardwood and so it's sliding around a little bit and staggering around it looks like some weird creepy bug that's nice. clacking across the floor I think sometimes you can um, say like hey you know this isn't like a, a perfect uh, engineering design but that can make it um, compelling in different ways yeah, it's, it's cool when it rotates. It really looks neat. I'll be making some videos and, and cool. throwing them up on the... Well, we went to the, uh, the Sony IBO experience for the new IBO, and your robot's more fun. So. <laughs> Co costs, a, costs a lot less. Okay. Bye, right on. Thanks so much, Dave. Bye-bye. All right, JMK. JMK. Hey, so um, um, is my microphone working okay? Yep. Sounds I, great. I, yeah, I fixed it up, with, I guess. 
Um, so I think last time I turned my lights off and showed that iPod, I didn't show anything that needed the lights off because I I forgot to show the lights. But all it was is it um, responded to the volume and did a um, graph of the current level of the E zero, whatever. So um, what I was doing is I was sort of like thinking I had a cricket laying around. And I connected to a circuit playground, and I and I and I noticed a uh, speaker output. So what I was able to do is I wired the whole thing up to a speaker back there. Yeah. Uh, this Adafruit box, and was able to get actually very good sound quality from it. Great. And, there, and this is through a circuit playground. That's nice. Yeah. Yeah, so um, it's re it's sound reactive, and I have the cricket rainbow lights going. That's nice. And, yeah, it's able to be powered, powered fully by batteries, and yeah, you can just put it in here. A good idea. You got a little like a, a like a portable amplified so, speaker. That's so nice. Yeah. So yeah, I guess that's it. Okay. Thank you so much. Nice okay. work. Right, hey, Bill. Hey guys, how are you? Good. Can you hear me okay? Yeah. Good? Excellent. So um, first, before I um, before I go anywhere, you guys have the world's best people working for you. You really do. Uh, in addition to like coming through and making this little clip to solve my problem, um, Noah and Pedro did this. Scott Shawcroft actually went to one of our end users and spent five hours debugging something underneath his hospital bed. So your your folks are awesome. And he, I mean, he saved me a trip to Seattle, so thank you. Yay. Scott wants to put Circuit Python on all hospital beds. Yeah. So, so he's doing well. So the thing I'm actually going to show you today is entirely about Circuit Playground taking over AT, which is going to be awesome. The next year is going to be amazing. So we had a request um, about a week ago on our, eight, on our uh, group that said, I'm a quadriplegic in the big leagues now, and I need a way to signal the professor that I have something to add to the discussion or ask a question, give an answer. So this is somebody who has a, either a motor, motor disease or spinal injury, a quadriplegic in college, needs a way to basically raise her hand or add something to the conversation. So she asked what we could do. And I said, you know, we could use tower lights. So you guys sell tower lights. And I thought that might be a good, uh, a good use for that. It turns out there's all kinds of reasons why there's not. It's 12 volts. It's kind of a pain to wire up. Yeah. So the first thing I did was, I made a little mini tower light, and I don't know if I'm going to be able to get this on the light. Oh, yeah, it looks great. It, it glows green and, and yeah. things like that. But I wanted to be able to, um, I want to be able to use this without Wi-Fi, without Bluetooth, just plug it in and have it work because she has a tablet, a Windows tablet there. So what's kind of neat about Circuit, Play, uh, Circuit Python is, is this. I'll show you. i got to move something up. I know. Hold on is when you, sorry, <laughs> when you, um, can you guys still see that? Yeah, yeah. Okay, good. When you actually add a, um, when, you, when you plug in a circuit Python device, you get the CircuitPy file system, which means you can actually put things on there like a batch file, which calls a, uh, which calls a PowerShell script that simply finds the most recently added Adafruit device, opens the serial port, and writes something like a color or a color's name to mm -hmm. the serial port. 
And when it does that, it means you can literally, and I'm going to have to see these batch files. I'm going to call them, but I got to turn my camera back on. So, yeah. Uh, Interesting hack. Yeah, I see. This is fascinating what you did isn't, here. Isn't that kind of neat? Let me That's see. Very neat. So when I, um, when I look here, when I double click on red, right, it, it'll go red. And I'm not sure if you can see that that way. Yeah, right? yeah. No, mm -hmm. in, in your hand reflection, it shows up red. Oh, yeah. I know. Here, let's do it this way. There's red. It's going to try and make it white no matter what we do, right? Yeah, but so I guess it's yellow, and that's green. It's green, right? Here's red. And there's a black one as well to turn it off. And these, by the way, these look just fantastic and, and incredibly bright. All they have inside of them, right, all they have inside of them is um, Circuit Playground, right? That's the entire, that's the entirety. Of, and actually, you can see it pretty well there. So Yeah, no, um, so it's got a circuit playground inside of it. And then I realized, well, if I can do it with the circuit playground, I can probably go smaller. So I created this, which is just a trinket M0 with almost exactly the same code, right? The only difference is instead of a dot star, it's got a, instead of a NeoPixel, it's got a dot star, but it is doing exactly the same thing. And what's neat, neat about this one is it'll hang on the laptop, right? It'll, it'll actually yeah. wrap over the back of the laptop. So this is huge because it completely takes all of it, contains it on the device, you plug it in and it just works. You don't have to install anything. There's no install shield, there's no Arduino. It just works. And that's huge. And it led me to something that's not done today, but it's close, which is coming soon, this device. So this device is gonna absolutely, it's gonna put CircuitPython in all of AT. This is a switch interface to a computer. You guys make these all the time, right? They're HID devices. They've got AT switches. They send four keystrokes or mouse buttons. Total cost is about $15. Mm -hmm. This is better than everyone on the market and they run about 200 bucks. Mm. It, it's going to be a lot of fun over the next six months. So all right. I, think awesome. Scott, I think Scott's doing awesome. So. Absolutely. And, you know, thank you for the kind words about our team, but thank you for making this big community where we can do things with. And, you know, the more you give, the more you get. So this is yeah, we are, we're, we're having a lot of fun with you. I mean, we have a, a thing where this will actually be the next one. Uh -huh. yeah. 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 Yes. Scott and I helped Scott helped me try to get that done today on loading the images. We got we can load one. You can't load a second one. Well, he's, he's got yeah. code available soon. Yeah. I, think I know. I, I saw the beginning. With the um, with the batch shots, fascinating because you plug it in and then you run the executable from right. the device and it right. contacts itself. Yeah. It's a very interesting. When hack. you have a, it's a USB drive, so you can do whatever you want. The yeah, device is the thing. Yeah, you know you can do just just if you want to simplify your code a little bit. You know you can just replace main.py, like have three main.pys, and when you run the batch shell instead of doing the serial connection, yeah, you can have it just rename the file. That might be easier. That might work for the image. For the colors, it's really fast to just send a color. Yeah, and it's yeah you're right. It's going to be like a couple seconds to. Yeah, it. So it, it is a really great answer. And on the circuit circuit playground one, it's got a sound. It's got a buzzer. I mean, you. This yeah, is a fantastic solution to that. So, right. I'm fascinated. Your stuff. As when we get web USB working, I think you'll really like that too, because then you can use the internet connectivity. Yeah. Just the hardest thing for me was getting Windows to send a serial command with the proper line ending. If I could solve that, I'd be good. I think we'll everyone's we'll do a version of Windows. <laughs> it's actually easier for us to rewrite Windows. Sorry. Yeah, there you go. All 
All right. Okay. So we got three more folks. We're going to go to Daniel and then Jake and then wrap up with C. Scott. So we're going to. Hey, Daniel. Go, Daniel, right now. Go, Daniel, go. Hey, guys. Hey, got it. We've been talking about Circuit Playground. I got a couple of really quick Circuit Playground projects. First one is really simple, really simple. Uh, we were going on vacation a little while ago, and the day before we left, my son right here, he was worried about his fish not getting fed when we were on vacation. So we threw together this little Lego thing and put a little servo motor in there and hooked it to a Circuit Playground. And press the button once, and it, and it just gave filled us with the food. Mmm. And you press the button, or in our case, we, you know, every 24 hours timer, it just rotates 180 degrees. Food comes out, feeds the fish. So we just set this on top of the of the aquarium, and every 24 hours it goes and it just feeds the fish. Okay. And, and the fish right on a skateboard. I'm asking for a friend. Yes. <laughs> yes. yes. And, then we, and then we keep track of how many days it got fed. So when we come back, you know, every every day, you know, light, another light comes on, and lets them know that it's okay. fed. Really simple project, but very useful. Um, the second one is uh, last week, I think Phil B. and John Park both were doing spooky eye stuff. Uh, and I thought, well, that's really cool. I like to do that on the circuit playground. And I thought, well, that'll be real simple. I'll just take the code and throw it on there and it'll be, it'll be done. Well, it's not that simple, unfortunately, um, for the circuit playground. Um, but I was able to go into the code and uh, do an external spy on the, on the circuit playground and modify the TFT code and the uh, spy code, so you actually get um, circuit playground. Wow. that is quite advanced. Congratulations on wow. getting that working. That's not easy. Yeah, yeah. It was, so I had to do it, some hacks to the code. Um, unfortunately, maybe maybe we, I don't know if you guys do get pulls, but uh, if if the code could take a spy class pointer passed in and use that, as opposed to using the so there's a hard coded yeah. request every day. Send one in. We'll we'll absolutely merge it in. Okay, yeah, we'll put that on there. So awesome. I just anybody that, that wants to be able to do Spooky on Circuit Playground, it is possible. So. It is possible. All right, excellent work. Um, you get a sticker. Yes. Congratulations. Email support at And we also right. just published a really cool project, Reef Pie, a very advanced fish care yeah. guide. Let's Check cat, that out. Let's cat some fish tonight. All right. It's fish time. All right, Thank Jake. you, Daniel. Thank you, Daniel. We're going to go Jake, and then we'll wrap up with C. Scott. Go, Jake, go. Go, Jake, go. Yeah. Okay, uh, sorry about the video quality messed up. I have this thing where my graphics card is rendering on my server, but never mind now. Uh, where should I start out? Uh, I got a digital multimeter from you guys. Oh, great. And um, let me see if I could share my screen because I have the new iPhones came out today, so I decided to z uh, design a new dock for the big uh, iPhone XS or XS. So um, see if I could pull this up on my second monitor, then I'll bring it over. Designing dock. Or this dock will hold the uh, Apple Watch, AirPods, Apple Pencil. Oh, yeah. wait, there's another. Is your dock shaped like Daniel? No, because we still see <laughs> us. <laughs> there you go. Uh, no, that's AT Makers. No, can you? We see whatever's on your screen, and we see. I think us. the second. Yeah, I can't get it to open, but um, I could just try to explain it to you. Yeah, go back to go back to you, unless. Oh uh, God, cameras messed up. Okay, there we go. Um, so, yeah, so it's just like a, a square thing. has a slot for the Apple Pencil on the bottom, AirPods there. Ooh. Um, the Apple Watch is right there, and then the uh, big uh, iPhone X Max. That would be great. There. Um, let me just take my headset off one sec. Um, okay. Okay. 
so I am turning these, uh, this old HP laptop, well, not necessarily old, it's just kind of un underpowered, so I'm turning that into a Chromebook. Okay. Uh, using a Linux distro. Sweet. Oh, I got so many projects. I got a tower. Yeah. And then I got this big guy, which used to run XP. Um, it's like an Athlon 64, and that will also be like a Chrome Media Center kind of thing. Hey. So, yeah, that's it. We got All lots right. of stuff to work on. Drop a note, go to datafruit.com, and we will send you out a sticker that you can put on one of devices. Okay, so awesome. peace out. Hey guys, uh, a quick check in here. Um, what I have running here on the screen, this is my four voice uh, key assigner MIDI to CV converter. It's doing the voice assigning correctly. It's scanning through the channels correctly. I don't know if you can see that happening yeah. on the screen there or not, but it's not quite getting to the DAC yet. And I have to figure out why, because if I play the notes, you'll see those numbers will change to numbers that are higher because it means the gates are active. Mm. Oh yeah, there you that go. Sound, it sounds like a, a, a flock of bats is approaching me because it's trying to send out the control voltages to the, uh, to the Krobiex behind me, but it is not locking in the correct ones, and I'll figure out what's happening. Um, it has something to do with cramming the data at, at the DAC, and while it works on my module playgrounds, I'm doing things a little differently here, and I just have to uh, run all that uh, to ground. Anyway, uh, since it is a circuit uh, playground day, I might as well uh, uh, add uh, my two bits here. Uh, this thing is probably turned out, at least for me, to be one of the most important little gadgets made in the past decade. Yay! Because it has everything you need to go out onto the factory floor and check things at a moment's notice. You can check the temperature of something. You can check to see if your LEDs are working. You can just, you know, I used it once already to figure out the IR codes to some mystery remote that was operating a device in an exhibit. Anyway, you know, here we are running it on a battery, and we're testing a brand new uh, uh, device that I can't really talk about, but I can show you that it has nice colors. But uh, you know, they, the people we're working with us were supposed to send us a controller, and well, we didn't have one yet. So I said, well, I can make it light up. And so that same circuit uh, playground you saw running off the battery is in fact uh, lighting up the LEDs. Nice. So. Uh, and of course, we're, this is 220 LEDs, and we're going to be switching to, um, um, uh, since you can see the individual pixels through the diffuser, we're switching to the, uh, uh, the more dense ones that get you 144 units per meter. And with the right diffuser depth, it looks nice and fluid. So more on that as they're uh, finished. Okay, but cool. anyway, pardon? Cool. Cool. Oh, yes, it's very cool. So, yeah, that I'm, we've been rather busy. Uh, if you watched the uh, Apple show today and watched uh, Tim Cook walking around on the stage, we built the stage. But um, <laughs> uh, And I, I can't really talk about it online, but uh, maybe I can uh, describe it to you at, at some other time. Okay. Anyway, that's it for me. Okay, thanks. Yeah, underneath the new Apple building is a giant circuit playground. Um, we just we had to ship one huge one. It took a while. <laughs> That's how it works. It okay. just fits inside the ring, right? Yeah. Yeah. All right. It has like 500,000 pixels on it, right? It took all year. All right. You Thank you so it. much. This is a <laughs> epic show and tell us. Thank you, Noah Pedro. Thank you, Kim, Kim Sophie, and, and Mary Kat. John, you, and John. Skull. Thank you, JMK. JMK. JMK.
Jake. Thank you, Dave. Dave. Thank you, Daniel. Daniel. Daniel, Sisson. Daniel Sisson. Thank you, C. Scott. C. Scott. And thank you, Bell, Bell, from AT Makers. We're here every single week, 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. This is the best half an hour of our lives every single week. Thank you so much, everybody, for all the projects and more. We'll see you on Ask an Engineer in just a couple minutes. Yes. Thank you, everybody. Bye, everybody. See you soon.